0: Just before we start, Gold Coast, live show, tickets, get them. Get on the link. <laughs> They're almost gone. July 16th. It's a Saturday. That's not long away. We'll see you there. Hey, Megan. Oh, my. <laughs> this is God is Dead, the podcast about the worst content on the internet. The Pants Challenge. We're not just telling these stories for nothing.
1: Yeah, the gay
0: potion. It's to answer
1: one simple question.
0: Is this all proof that God has abandoned us? Or are we going to be
1: okay? Chillfully
0: thus far And today on the
1: podcast, I want to talk about Giedis
0: Yeah, I don't know what this word means I'm thinking of like ghee, the substance (laughs) Or the food or whatever Um, And then what does the diss part mean to you? Yeah, is it like an infection from it or (laughs) something? Is it a diss track for ghee? Yeah, that's what I could I'm thinking it's something like that I I couldn't tell you what this is about Yeah, I wouldn't want to utter
1: But I hate that churned butter That's my diss track
0: Oh, okay, cool No, yeah, that's my ghee diss (laughs) slightly better than don't be gay freestyle <laughs> which if you haven't seen that uh, just scroll back don't be gay 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 it's a, that's a long way away but you're only really slightly better than him at this point
1: alright well let's dive right in
0: god is dead deep dive Gators. It's such a beautiful
1: sound, isn't it, Giedis? (laughs) All right, well, I won't tease you anymore. All right, so the year is is 2017. Apparently, I am teasing. And there's (laughs) this guy called Nate Fernald. He's a writer on The Late Late Show. He's a comedian. And he also has this interest
0: in enamel pins. Oh, you mean like a just a pin that you put on a jacket that says like... exactly what I mean. Like, woo, like, I don't know, pride or something. (laughs) Like, shit like that. (laughs) Chick-fil-A pride month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Something (laughs) like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this
1: guy, Nate Fernald, he's a pin collector. And so he's sort of doing, you know, what pin collectors do, which is they'll go to sort of record stores or alternative stores, but they'll also go to eBay. And he finds this one seller on eBay. He sees these pins of a character called Gatiss. And he's like, oh, cool, a Gatiss pin. Wait. Who's Gaitis? So what,
0: what do you mean? It says the name Getus, or it's says like the name a, so a picture gonna, of something in they I'm going to show you a Giedis. picture of Gitas and I want you to describe it for our listeners. For some reason in my mind, I'm literally, until now, have been picturing you know, there's that rumor or the, the um, conspiracy theory about Fraggle in The Simpsons. <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. I believe you mean Yellow Matt, a.k.a. Grumble, a.k.a. Graggle. Yeah, Graggle, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: Graggle's the third iteration of his name. God, yeah, Weird that's what Matt I'm imagining as well. Um, that could be a case for another day because yeah. that goes way beyond this year. That's oh. That started years ago on 4chan. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, And that is a thriving community. (laughs) Still. Yeah. All right. So, describe to our listeners what you see here. Oh, yeah,
0: sure. Um, Oh, it's a Gators pin, of course. Now it makes so much sense. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, imagine kind of a Yowie, if you remember those like... um, uh chocolates in Australia, but on like all fours. Although I probably would say it's kinda like imagine sort of like the build of like a like a wombat sort of but like taller. It's got looks like human hands. Um little horns, but like, it's all just brown. It's like furry brown um, monster with like a big red mouth, a pink nose and green eyes. Although it looks like they're just like John Lennon sunglasses <laughs> at this point.
1: Give Geetus a chance,
0: man. Yeah. I, I, I'd i say it's sort of, what the fuck is it? Like a, like a polar bear type posture. It's kind I, of like,
1: yeah, sort of Ewoky, a bit snarfy, a bit snuffleupagus. There's a few from, characters, bit Alf. Yeah. What, you
0: know, the, Brown thing. And then underneath, what does it say? Gedis, spelled G E E D I S. Gedis. Gedis.
1: Gedis. Yeah. And what's your first reaction when you see this pin? Are you like, oh
0: yeah, a Gedis pin? Um No. Does it look familiar to you? It just looks like Alf, like it was something in Tarzos or like a, you know, like sort of like an. Yeah. Not really. Not really? No. So if you found this Gaitis pin, what would be your first reaction? Well, I would not want to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't like really wear pins. I would just be like, oh, that's, what is that? It's looking at me very strangely, the would more I look at it. Would you curious
1: about who Gaitis was?
0: Yeah. no. So maybe you Google, Google Gitas. Yeah, you Google Giedis. so That would be the next that. step for me, yes. All right. Yes. So that's what Nate Fernald does. Especially if I figured out it had some value or something, I'd be like, well, hey, I might not wear it, but some other person some might. Some other person though. might. All right, so that's what Nate Fernald does, right? He Googles Gitas. You know what he finds? Uh, porn or something? Nothing. <laughs>
1: Absolutely nothing. Okay. There is nothing about Gatus. And so he's like, oh, What the hell is this? And he's sort of Googling around Gatus, trying to find anything towards Gators. Gatus cartoon, Gatus yeah, yeah, pin,
0: yep. Gatus brown thing.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So then he ends up contacting the seller and he's like, Hey man, what is this Gatus? Like, I I, I know Gatus feels familiar to me, but I don't know where hmm. Gatus is. And everything's on the internet. Why is Gatus not On the internet, this is really strange So the seller goes, I don't know I just got all these pins from a former seller Blah, 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 blah So then he's like, well, how many pins do you have? And he's like, 70, 80 And Nate's like, you know what? Of Giedis Yep, of Giedis, I'm going to buy them all So Nate Fanald goes and buys all of the Giedis pins And he's like looking at them Because he's like, this has to mean something I don't know what it is what an interesting instinct. What an interesting instinct. Well, All I guess right. if you're collecting pins and you find this one of this pop culture character that seems to have no cultural hangover on the internet or even yeah. any kind of mark, digital footprint, yeah, it's a strange it's a strange thing, right?
0: From your um, struthlessapparel.com forward slash the pin experience, um, are these like enough of a pain in the ass to make that you wouldn't just put a random scribble down there? There would need to be some kind of like... Significance of Gitas It's not just like People make these willy-nilly Or is it pretty easy
1: Well that comes to When it was dated So they were So you know This guy knows a lot about pins And he's sort of working out Okay this is probably Late 70s Early 80s Potentially mid 80s As this pin Like given how the enamel is Given the sort of Wearing and tearing yeah. on it So in those days No Those pins were made Much more intentionally Than they are now Now it's right. every man And his dog's got a pin A beer And a freaking podcast Huh? Yes, yes. Don't they joke? Just- Yes, this, lucky yes, lucky we yes.
0: only got one of those three. <laughs> well, you got you got a bit more than me. <laughs> no, but. I actually think the pins have sold out, but they were. On, I have a small scooter.
1: Uh, <laughs> Woo! Twenty
0: seventeen moment. Woo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, Nate does the logical next thing. He gets on Twitter yeah. and he writes this tweet: "What the fuck is Gators? I found this old pin. Google has no answers. Please help! I'm losing my
0: mind. Hmm. What do you reckon happens next? Well." No one knows. Nobody
1: knows. Yeah, Nobody okay. knows who Gatiss is. All these people, though, start replying, being like, well, Gatus does look a little familiar. Gatus does look a bit familiar. And he's okay. like, right?
0: Okay. So you know about
1: the Mandela effect.
0: Yeah, which that's what the graggle thing is. Allegra- what it's trying to yeah, yeah, show yeah. you. It's the, like a hoax of one. <laughs> the Mandela yeah. effect is like things that um, everyone collectively almost remembers to be true, but actually it, has never been the case like a few examples would be like pikachu in pokemon it's like people always imagine pikachu to have like the a little um black mark on the end of its tail or not one of the two and it actually is the opposite of what everyone thinks or like there's like the Berenstein bears. bears it's actually Berenstein, not yeah. steam but everyone thinks it's steen in their head the conch and
1: the fruit of the loom logo Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's pretty interesting. That one's, I don't know, kind of cool. The Flintstones. It was the Flintstones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there are the obvious two things that we can conclude from this. Either a bunch of people have terrible memories and have all found each other online. Yeah. Or what they propose is that there is a multiverse and people having different memories of the past is evidence that they are... I guess, from a different multiverse. Okay. I don't know. all gets a bit cerebral for me at this point. Yeah. I'm a dumb man. Same. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, people start kind of like proposing, oh, is this a Mandela effect? Was there Gatus Was Gatus a thing? Oh, is just Gatus this one-off thing that came from a pin manufacturer? Because if that were the case, you could probably dismiss it in the way that you did. You could probably just be like, Ah, oh, yeah, it's just Gatus whatever. Someone probably just made a Gatus pin.
0: Yeah. Someone's little drawing.
1: Now, a month after this tweet, though, Here's where things get interesting. Yeah. Somebody tweets back, "Hey man, I recognize Gators from my sticker sheet." <laughs> okay. This is the
0: sticker sheet that they send back. Okay. What do you see here? Yeah. It just well, it says it's the land of Tar at the top, and there's different characters. Um, like you know they're sort of all anthropomorphic sort of goblin-y alien-y things with like wings and whatever but then down the bottom it has Gedus. <laughs> but this is a much more high-res picture like it's like not a cartoon this is like the what it looks like in the wild like the brown fur the, the human hands at the bottom the pig snout with the pink sort of piggish face with ears and horns and eyes, in amongst a few other characters, Zoltan, Harry, <laughs> Zoltan's sort of this
1: green goblin with his wings, sort of
0: gargoyle looking. Yeah, uh,
1: okay. T- Tokar's sort of this alt-C-3PO.
0: And then it's got hash like hashtag Denison1981 on the side. So I guess, yeah, you're right. It's the 80s. Mm, 1981. So there are a few clues here. So firstly,
1: yes, we've definitely got Gators down the bottom. We've got the Land of Tar up the top, which might be the world where Giedis lives. And yeah, we've got Denison 1981. Uh What could all of these things mean? Now, the Giedis mystery from here explodes. All of these people start getting on it. They're like, holy shit, we've got another Giedis clue. This is wild. There is this lost franchise. And people start thinking, hey, man, I'm pretty sure I remember Zoltan. Zoltan looks familiar. Yeah. Somebody finds a second sticker sheet, also from Denison in
0: 1981. Yeah. Who's Denison? Like, is that the artist?
1: Denison was a sticker printing company. They've since merged with another company. I don't really know how printing companies are going in this day and age. But back in the 80s, stickers thriving industry. So there was a while where if you had a gold sticker, like a gold star on one of your books in school as an American student, it would have come from Denison.
0: Okay. Yeah. It was, Big dogs. Yeah,
1: big dogs, big sticker dogs. Yeah. So Denison would also just make these sort of character sheets. So whatever sort of pop culture thing was going on at the time, Denison would make it.
0: Yeah. Which
1: is where the mystery gets a little bit stranger because if this was a pop culture moment, that Denison was then making a sticker of Yeah How come nobody remembers this And how come nobody can find the origin Of the land of tar Uh huh So
0: at this point in the story What's your suspicion? Mmm That it wasn't that big <laughs> <laughs> Like it just wasn't that big of a show But someone at the fucking Denison place Was like Yo I want to make this so badly Um Yeah Like Or it was Not on TV and It was like Maybe it's from a novel or something It's, it's been imagined like, And no one read the book like, you, you know, it's, Nobody read the book It's okay, has got pictures in it That's I don't an know. interesting place to go Let's go
1: to the book Alright, so this is a book called The Tomb of the Dragon Speaker By Kenneth Vermeer uh-huh. Now this was put on Twitter By a girl called Carrie Zinn And Carrie Zinn found on page 185 I never said I agree Fumed Ursula Now remember the name Ursula and what about Geddes? She looked pointedly at Geddes. It smiled benevolently. It smiled benevolently. It smiled benevolently. It smiled benevolently, but remained as ever silent. So here's why it's interesting: because somebody found a third sticker sheet. Uh huh. This sticker sheet was called "The Women
0: of Tar." <laughs> yes. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. All right. Describe the Women of Tar to our listeners. Um, one of them's not a fucking human Um, that's Ursula from the book oh my god Ursula's like a goat but an alien goat with a a space titties Yeah. yeah um and then you've got sort of like more elfish sort of winged um characters you've got one that looks like a robot with you know a dragon pet and like they're all sort of wearing like capes and sort of um scantily clad as well with like almost like Xena warrior princess sort of armored sort of um, titties, I guess, is the word for it. I don't know. Um, The technical term. One of them's like a a, a Komodo dragon type person with just like a centaur, but like the bottom half is like a Komodo dragon. Frank Frazetta, he was a sort of
1: iconic sci-fi artist who did a lot of the Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So that's kind of the work that it reminded a lot of people of on the internet was his. Alright, so now we have another clue, right? So we've got Ursula, we've got Gatus, we've got a bunch of other characters, we've got Zoltan, we've got Uno, all of these people. Now, this person, Carrie Zinn, has put this book on the internet. The book was called Tomb of the Dragon Speaker, Kenneth Femia, and it had a reference to Gatis. That book doesn't exist. It turns out there is no author called Kenneth Femia. Turns out there's also no publisher called Renstrom Books, who was the publisher. (laughs) The cover art was by an actual artist, but that was for a different book called Angel's Prelude. Now, it gets even weirder because Carrie keeps going on Twitter being like, no, this is real, this is real, this is real, until somebody just basically outs her as a Gita's hoax artist, someone who's trying to fake this for Gita's attention. And then Carrie releases another picture, which has a publishing note saying, this book Was not actually published in 1982, but was made by me in 2017 in tiny text at the front of her hoax. But this was much after the fact that she tried to convince everybody that Giedis came from this book. So I don't know if Carrie is a high-level troll or if Carrie is a liar and just wanted attention. It's really hard to say.
0: The Giedis fan clubs, sort of the Gitas community. Do they only exist after that tweet, though, or have they already... Right. (laughs) Yeah. They're on the actual genuine quest to find its real origin.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a few people start putting these hoaxes forward and things like this. There was this Gitas in the Land of Tar lunchbox, but that was sort of an intentional fake that came out. Yeah. And then, this mystery keeps going for about two years, and it's just this iconic, unsolved mystery in the lost media world. Then, along comes a podcast called Endless Thread now yeah. endless thread were like well what if we actually tried to solve this mystery could we do it so they make this full investigative piece and it's a brilliant podcast if you ever want to listen to it but what they do is they start tracking down any clue that they have so they go to denniston they talk to the people who were there, but it turns out none of them were there in the 1980s. So they find whoever was running the company in the 1980s and then who were the artists and then who were the contracting artists. And then finally they get to this one clue where they're talking to this old man who's like 91. He's like, yeah, I was an artist there. And then they're like, well, can you receive the picture on your smartphone? He's like, no, 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 man. I don't know how to use that. Oh, but they heard the son in the background. So they're like, oh, maybe we can send you the picture. Turns out, incidentally, the son's like, oh, I know this, I know Zoltan. That's drawn by a guy called Sam Petrucci. And they're like, Sam Petrucci? Now, this is actually a decent artist in American culture. Sam Petrucci was the guy who designed G.I. Joe. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, he was also a huge logo designer. Sort of not the level of like Paul Rand or Milton Glaser, maybe like one step down. But yeah, basically like a pretty iconic illustrator. Unfortunately, Sam Petrucci died in 2013. Mm-hmm. So, then they're like, well, that is a pretty big clue. There's this dude who recognizes Zoltan as Sam Petrucci's work. Here's what Sam Petrucci did leave behind. Five children who know his work pretty freaking intimately. So, they show the children Zoltan, and they're like, what do you reckon? And they're like, oh, yeah, dad definitely drew that. Dad definitely drew that. Something about the mouth and the eyes. They're like, that's got to be him. So... They go into the art studio with the children and they're like, do you reckon this is, this is your dad's? And they're like, you know what? Let's just go back through his books. So they start going back through his books, find the stuff from the 1980s. Sure enough, find the original concept art from the land of tar. They find the original sticker <laughs> sheets. They only find two sticker sheets though. And this is where the mystery stays. And this is why I can't stop thinking about it. They pull out one sticker sheet. They pull out the second one. So the first one, which has Gitas, the second one, which has Uno. And they're like, wow, these are beautiful. And this guy was an incredible artist. There wasn't anything he couldn't do. He could do calligraphy. He could do natural history illustration. He could do anything, right? And he could do this like beautiful pulp sci-fi aesthetic. <sighs> so they've found part of the mystery. They know who made Geetus, But what they haven't found yet is the names Did Sam just draw this? Was this for somebody? And then they find the sketches which have blue pencil where he actually has written the names of the characters and the words, the land of tar. (laughs) What this suggests is that Sam Petrucci was trying to create his own fantasy lore of the world of tar. Now, this is kind of interesting because Sam Petrucci was actually... (sighs) He got the rough end of the stick in a deal. So do you know the story about the Bittersweet Symphony song? No. No. So the Verve, their biggest song ever, Bittersweet Symphony, it's a bittersweet story. Turns out the rights of that song, they don't own a cent. So the thing that would effectively make all of their money doesn't go to them. So they just got
0: to hope that the rest of their
1: shoegaze catalog, which is amazing by the way. They
0: didn't get a sample cleared or something.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know the exact details of why oops. yeah but it's pretty brutal so sam petrucci has a story like that with gi joe wherein he was offered either money or stock options for his illustration of gi joe and it's estimated that if he took the stock options he'd be making 40 million dollars a year oh, but he needed the money oops. i know it's brutal so you Fuck. get an illustrator like this watches his creation just like blow up yeah sure why wouldn't you want to create your own fantasy law you've seen this work once it could work for you yeah so that is what that suggests so part of the mystery that day was solved. Sam Petrucci was the original Gatis artist. <sighs> However, there still remains three big mysteries. Not too long after this, somebody found a Zoltan pin. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, what the hell? Then an official expert dated it. They're like, okay, this is actually from around the same era. Yeah. So that's mystery one. Mystery two, nobody knows who made the pins. Yeah. Even though that the sticker sheets didn't get distributed widely, who would take a random sticker sheet and just create pins from it, being like, Oh yeah, this is a Zoltan and a Gaitus pin? Yeah. And then the third mystery, nobody knows who drew the women of Tar. Why was the law extended on? Why were there pins created on characters that never saw the light of day? Why were sticker sheets printed? (laughs)
0: Yeah. No one went thought to make a pin of the woman.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that too. But I mean, if if they went from the same distribut- uh, in the same distribution as the other ones, then I, I guess that can make sense. Yeah. But why? Why was the law extended upon? Why were the pins made on something that never existed? Final judgment. So this is the part of the podcast where we usually ask, "Is God dead?" And what we will do typically is take the content as a indicator that God has abandoned humanity, or God's here with us. This is a different case. Usually, what we do is we talk about ratchet and unhinged things. This is more of a mystery. This is very much up my alley as somebody who loves illustration. Mm-hmm. But Bryce, what are you reckon? Is
0: God dead? Well, fuck. I mean, like coming from our like traditional like cases that we would do. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like how kids have stopped playing outside, allegedly. This is kind of like adults playing outside again, (laughs) like chasing the mystery, you know? It is quite beautiful, isn't it? There are
1: 16,000 gators now.
0: Yeah, you know, so that kind of like feels, it feels nice to know that like, you know, that random guy's tweet, not random guy, that, that writer's tweet can then spark. This is what like people thought would happen in COVID, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean, like that everyone would like band together and like take all the clues and come together and like figure out it's actually just everyone from the fucking selves um, <laughs> really, so like it kind of is nice to see that people can actually work together and it, but even still we still had the people detracting from it with the hoaxes and trying to get the clout you know so that that'll never die that clout addiction um. I guess you know, you could say like you feel bad for the artist, the guy that's not getting these like proper desserts. Um, but I think in general I like I like the way that people are banded together. I'd say God's it's proof of there's hope out there. But I'm not the artist. So I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think what's also really cool is this thing that didn't have a life. Like this thing that didn't have a franchise when Sam Petrucci obviously envisioned one has now got one. Yeah. I think that is the most beautiful comeback of all time. That Gatus has gone from this thing which probably lived and died in the imagination of Sam Petrucci and on, I guess, yeah, a couple of sticker sheets. But now it's got this full movement and it has a gigantic following behind it and I would just love to see the Gators franchise just explode I think Gators is awesome I think the land
0: of Tar is awesome
1: God is great God is alive baby
0: (laughs) if that guy had the internet back then it could have been you know just in time for him it sucks that it had to happen all this time later but yeah Nice to see a little off cut make its way up to the big <laughs> sky, you know? Love to see a guide boss winning. Mm hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, sir. Remember, uh, God is Dead live on the Gold Coast as part of HOTA, Home of the Arts. July, 16th. July 16th. On the Saturday, the yep. tickets are literally going, 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 going. Show, show you... notes, show notes, show notes. Please get, the get it. Freaking tickets. If you're in Brisbane, if you're in Byron, if you're in the
1: Gold Coast, if you're in Perth
0: and feel like flying,
1: get it. Get it, get it, get it!
0: It'll be basically the last like intimate show that we probably do before we try to take it properly on the road. We're still talking Gigantic about national that
1: national slash international tour.
0: Yeah, but the problem is, look, that that might not be for a little bit get on this now. It's going to be a bit of a one-of-one show. It'll be like what informs the later shows, but you'll get to see it and it's like real raw, gritty glory. So yeah, please go and um, hit that. Also, some friends of ours are doing a show before us at the 6.30 slot. If you want to watch Besties and you just want to make a whole trip out of it, they're great. um, Lewis Hansen, Lucinda Price, aka Frames. Yeah, they'll be there with us. We're going to go wild, but please get on that and of course um, the Discord's popping too. It's growing, so you can hit that and of course Truthless69 online Rice Mills online. Go find the YouTube. Go find the God, God is, is dead. dead. God is Dead. God is Dead. Not click, babe. For all the pictures, and we'll see you soon. Love you. Love you. Case closed.